Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Johnson has reportedly requested a trade, and the Bears are allowing him to go out and find their own deal. Also, Ryan Poles reportedly is close to landing a defensive edge at the NFL trade deadline and a smear campaign for Justin Fields. We're going to talk about it all and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Century, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Steve-O, Bobby Hayes, we all in the building today because we got some bullshit to talk about. Um, It's unfortunate, bro. Like, the, the first thing, we ca- it came out late last night that Jalen Johnson requested a trade. Now, this is after the contract negotiations. Ryan Poles was always kind of non-committal, saying that, you know, a deal would have to make sense for both sides. The thing I'm going to throw to you guys is this. Jalen Johnson's a 24-year-old cornerback, probably a top 10 to 15 cornerback in the NFL. You have a young cornerback class with Kyla Gordon, uh, Tyreek Stevenson, and um, Terrell Smith. They're all, like, Jalen Johnson, even though he's been in the league four years, is only 18 months older than than these guys. What do you guys think of, like, how this Jalen Johnson situation has gone down? Because we could very well see Jalen Johnson on the move within the next uh, three or four hours before the trade deadline. Steve-O? Um, in my mind, when I heard this, I said, he must want some money. Mm. And it must be some real money we ain't trying to give him. Because I had this talk with Coach T a couple of days ago, and we was talking Shout about... Coach T, by the way. For sure. Yes. Shout out to Coach T. And um, I was talking to him, and we was like, we were just throwing out numbers of what we get him, and what, when we get past a certain number, when we getting over, the bridge is getting a little too heavy at that point. And we came to a consistence that once you get past $13 million a year, I don't know if I want to cross that bridge. So I was cool by giving him 12 and a half a year. And knowing him, knowing him, I said this earlier this season, I said earlier last in the offseason, knowing the way Jalen been talking, knowing what he just seen with Roquan, he going to ask for that bread. And he wanted that extension early. And we already know Pose is a stubborn mug when it comes to money. He ain't just going to give it to you because you asked for it. You, your, your line of work got to add up to it. And I'm pretty sure when that meeting came about, or meetings, Turnovers was a big talking point. Why are they not bumping up that money? And I, and I can understand that. I don't mean to cut you off, Steve. I can completely understand that. But I think we have to point out that typically quarterbacks don't pass to who Jalen Johnson's guard, and that's for a reason, right? Yeah. So, like, and so when you when I look at it, and I agree with you on the money part of it. When you look at the highest paid cornerback in the league is uh, Jair Alexander with the Packers, making twenty one million dollars per year. But when you look at kind of the the, the ones falling down on that. Darius Slay, uh, Shavarius Ward, Jamel Dean, all making between thirteen and fourteen million dollars per year. I put Jalen Johnson right there amongst those guys. That's why I was going Hayes. I was going to say, hey, Jair Alexander, he making over twenty million a year. No sir, we ain't doing that for Jalen Johnson. But I was yeah. looking at that same little area right there with Carlton Davis, Slay, 
Ward and Jamel Dean. I say, hey, the guys right in that area to make somewhere between that 13 and 16 million per year uh, type of thing. And I know that a lot of us, we including myself, I was one of like, hey, the man don't yeah. get interceptions. But Hayes, you got a valid point where, hey, most quarterbacks ain't throwing it to him. And then if you look at the last two seasons, you had rookies on the other side of him that quarterbacks wanted to like completely annihilate. That's and then, another great point as well. And then if you add in last year, your defensive line was trash. You only had 20 sacks on the season and the defensive line ain't much improved now. So how you gotta, I think when it comes to football, we know that yes, guys will create interceptions on their own a lot of the times, but we know there are times to where defensive lines can cause. I think so we much got breaking news, fellas. Uh oh, what we got? What you do. According to Avis Schefter's oh, commanders, the Bears have agreed a trade to send Dante, I mean, Montez Sweat to Chicago for a 2024 second round pick per sources. Okay, now. Okay, now. Okay, now. I got to update this thumbnail so we can get more people in here. Shout out to the Chicago Bears. But see, this is to me, right? I give the Bears credit for that. If you got, you just traded for Montez to Sweat. To me, that makes more sense to keep Jalen Johnson around because if you improve the defensive line, you're going to get even more out of it. And I love the point Bobby made. For the last two years, you've had cor rookie cornerbacks that have started, and they're out obviously going to get more targeted. Jalen Johnson averages a QB rating of when, when uh, QBs pass the, the post person he's guarding at 33.3. That is elite. You pay that man. Yeah, like, I mean – I think to me, I have the most familiarity with Jalen Johnson because, you know, Oregon is my favorite college and he played in the Pac 12 in Utah. And one of the main things that was, it was the same thing in college. Nobody threw to him, but a lot of the reasons they didn't throw to him is because the other side was garbage or either very inexperienced. But at the same time, I feel like they're only, the only reason why. There was just hesitancy is because when we seen him go up against those big time X, it was it, he, he nine times out of ten he had a good showing, but he lost that battle. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, but to me, I'm with y'all. I feel like you pay him a reasonable amount. I say, okay, Bobby just said thirteen between sixteen. I give him about fourteen, fifteen, and see if he take that. That's pretty cool. Sixteen. If I'm really just because. Like you said, I I like the whole core that we're starting to build here in terms of the secondary. Um, maybe Eddie's on his way out, but that's just one we can we can find a safety. So there's been a very long time where I was confident in the secondary. Even when we had Cal Fuller in them, I was in Prince Mukamore, I was sitting there like I I don't really like that secondary like that. I I love this secondary potential. What I'm seeing so far, right. Kyler at the nickel, uh, Stevenson. Yes, he's getting picked on just like Kyler was. As soon as that year was over, Kyler got a feel for the game, and he's been making plays ever since. That's the same thing's gonna happen, Tyreek. And then you just have that cornerstone that, for the most part, locks down anything he sees in JJ. I say try your best to keep him, that, especially like, after this breaking news. Now with Montez Sweat being to me like, and we've talked about this. We talked about this in the post game show. When you have a defensive line that can get pressure on the quarterback, fuck sacks. Like we, you want sacks, but just to consistently get pressure on the quarterback, it makes it easier for your pass coverage. We haven't put our 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 cornerbacks, our secondary, in the best situation for three years in a row now. And because of that, like you you got to think like Poe's making this move for Sweat to me. I'm giving Jalen Johnson a fourteen and a half million dollar deal with incentives. Perfect. 
with incentives. That'd and if be you perfect. Do, if you do start getting um, interceptions, if you do start forcing turnovers, if you do uh, make a make a, a, a um, uh, all pro team, cool. We can give you more money because at that point you're proving it. You keep a 24 year old top 10 cornerback in the league when you're rebuilding. You don't. It'd be different if he was 32, 33 years old. Facts. Cool. He's 20. He has not even entered his prime yet. It's crazy. Facts. And I think there's a lot of runway with him to see what he can eventually if if he can continue to ascend when it comes to his talent. That's why you really have to pay. And I, I believe, bro, if you want to take steps forward, you cannot keep subtracting good players from the team in the hopes that you're gonna have a draft pick that's gonna come and fill that void. I understand yeah. the like for Terrell Smith, but he ain't been here. Hope he gets well with Mono. You know what I'm saying? And we still got to figure out if Stevenson going to eventually pan out. We we confident that he will, but we it's still not being displayed every single game. Not yeah. yet. So we got to yeah. wait. Can't keep and, I, and, and you can't fall in love with the potential so much so that you're ready to give up on a sure thing, right? Yes, Tyreek Stevenson has tons of potential. I would say this. Tyreek Stevenson has potential to be better than Jalen Johnson. I can admit that. But even with that said, you, know you don't give up a surefire thing. You don't give it up. And, you know, another thing, I, I, I got to take account in that I'm not – we're also not getting – in. The, we're also also not in the right coaching position anyway. These men, these dudes should be pressing most of the time, and, man, Facts. and they not. Facts. Listen, we're talking about <laughs> – I, I just thought about, about, about this. Bobby. We are the, – the, the makeup of our team is every time we go to man coverage, we look like a better team. We don't do it because Matt Eberflus is so tied to his system. He's a fucking idiot. To me, you don't get rid of young talent. You need to get rid of coaching staff, bring in a new coaching staff, and then see what you have because, to me, you just have so many players that aren't being put in the proper and right situations for their skill set, in my opinion. But, yeah. hey, we had a topic on here to discuss the Bears trading for a defensive lineman, but we just got that. Montez Sweat. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit now before we get into the Justin. Montez Sweat is now officially a Chicago Bear, fellas. Um, how are you guys feeling about what that could change? Because I say this, bringing in Montez Sweat, maybe you do even see better from Unique Ngakwe the rest of the season. He's still not going to stay here. Don't, don't keep him long term. But I think that that's going to help the development of Javon Dexter, of Zach Pickens. I even think that now uh, Demarcus Walker can be put in a better situation because he's going to have yes. somebody like the, like the that has the gravity of a Montez Sweat out there. What do you guys think this does for the rest of the Chicago Bears season? It, it helps. Uh, it's definitely going to be able to help depending on how fast they can get him in, get him, you know, accustomed to it. He's a defensive player, so he will know some of the terminology already, and it's really not that com as complex as an offense. But uh, you spoke to uh, Demarcus Walker. I think that that helps him immensely and helps the defensive lineman because mm -hmm. uh, Walker was a guy with Tennessee that was able to play inside and outside. Now you got Unique Ngakwe you could put on one edge, got Montez Sweat on the other edge, and now you can move a guy like uh, Walker inside now and see what he can do next to an Andrew Billings, next to a young rookie like uh, Javon Dexter, and you hopefully you can generate some more uh, uh, pressure. So you I like it. Do, you can even do what the Chargers did and put uh, Sweat next Both to Yannick if you want to. Right, same yeah. side. Oh, that's something that you overload that side, I tell you what. Uh, and the thing I like about Montez Sweat, now the thing with this is, and this brings in even more controversy, not controversy, but questions around what Pose is doing. Montez said is 27 years old. We know he's right. a monster, right? But you got to pay him this offseason. But you're not exactly. willing to pay the 24-year-old cornerback that's been here his whole career. Story for yep. another day. 
Uh, but Montez Sweat comes in, 27 years old, 6'6", 262 pounds. This dude is an absolute beast, right? Six and a half sacks so far in the year. He had eight sacks last year on pace to break double-digit sacks for the first time in his career. This guy's a legit monster. But the thing I also love about Sweat, he's just as potent in the running game. So mm-hmm. often we bring in pass rushes that aren't good in the running game. You don't have to worry about that with Sweat. He's a right. consistent defensive lineman that's going to get that's going to get penetration and either run stop or put pressure on the quarterback. Great trade by the Chicago Bears. Great trade by the Chicago. I agree. I believe it's a great trade. I know it's a second round pick. Some people going to bring up Chase Claypool, but Chase Claypool is gone, y'all. We good. Yeah. GMs mess up. They do it all the time. In, in, <laughs> in my defense, in their defense, Montoya has a history. <laughs> for that second round pick. That's Man. what I'm saying. The, and and Chase Claypool, while there was potential there, and I mean, he put up numbers, uh, but there was always those questions around his motor and things like that. Montez Sweat comes in, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, no character concerns we've heard from his five years in the NFL at all Man. about Sweat. I think he yeah, got into know. it with a defensive line coach when he was younger, but outside of that, it's been no no character concerns with him. So, oh, yeah. the Mississippi State. <laughs> they don't play that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I so, think he's gonna be good because hey, the commanders they was having their own issues. Hopefully, he can bring something to the Chicago Bears so they can right their wrongs over here too. So I like facts. the thing. I like the move. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. In totality, for sure. Facts. Facts. Now, I'm going to ask this because I know people are going to ask. Now, they did not trade for Chase Young, who was a, a player that a lot of Bears fans have wanted since the offseason. But I will say this. I don't think anybody's going to give up the compensation that the commanders want for a player that he's he's fixing the injury concerns, but they're still there. Could this be the first step in recruiting Chase Young in the offseason? And then now you bring in both defensive ends from the commanders if we get Chase Young also this offseason. Uh, I didn't think about it like that. Hey, like, I think that'd I'm be just saying, good. yeah, because like, I mean, to me, I always the one I was the one I always wanted sweat over Young anyway, because my whole thing is you got to be on the field. And I just don't trust Young's going to be on the field. Montez has proven that he's going to be on the field more. So that's why Montez I want Montez Sweat has played in 96% of the games he's been available for Jeez. since he got drafted. And that he's playing, crazy. and it's a car crash every time he line up. So that tells you a lot. He know how to take care of his yeah. body. And he's entering the prime of his career. That's one thing. Like, even anything that he can add to this thing, he's also young enough to – 
understand the youth that's there and he's old enough to teach them. So that helps out Pickens. That helps out um uh, Dexter. That helps out a lot of people. Bro, and think about it this way. I, I, I know Billings hasn't been perfect, but Billings and Sweat on the same side of the ball? Ain't no run game there, sir. No length. No length. That's damn near 500 pounds, well, almost 600 pounds of grown men right there. That's, hey, that's going to be difficult to get around, man. So shout out to, to Pose for going out and getting it done and bringing in Montez Sweat, even though we're criticizing him for the, for the Jalen Johnson scenario. But it is what it is. There's both sides of the coin. Uh, mm-hmm. But we also got to talk about this this Justin Fields craziness. Come on, man. Ass. Bro. See, I'm just going to turn it over to you because I already know you need to get this off your chest, bro. We, it, so, I'm not even going to go off like I think I am. It's go just ahead. that at this point, I'm looking at Pose and I'm looking at Warren because now you're you're making this organization some bullshit. You're making us a, a like... Like I told Bobby before we started this live, how the goddamn organizational-wise, how does the Arizona Cardinals look better than us now? Mm. That should never be the case. You have now allowed so many whispers getting out, so many type of narratives to go out that nobody knows the identity of this team is just shot. We don't know what... We was once known as a team that we might be losing, but we believe in the staff. Now we know damn well the staff has lost the locker room. You can lie and say that the the rock they playing for each other at this point. This team know they this team know they talented. This team know they ain't the problem. They know what the issue is. But now you got this uh this um I hate the what's the word uh, Coach T use. He says coach is like a um you know the Alpha Kappas and motherfucker. What's they what they call Fraternity. Fraternity. It's a fraternity. Yeah, fraternity. Now that fraternity yeah. is bunching up together, now the staff is bunching up together to saying like, oh, they called us out. But if they just run our system, that's a problem. Y'all system is trash. That's your problem. Man. The system is garbage. We improved. It, it been proven for a year. Now that you didn't put two quarterbacks and it's still proven that your system is garbage. You don't know how to run a blitz when it's time to call a blitz. You you should just stay the goddamn linebackers coach because it's a DC. You tripping? I don't know what it is. Luke is Luke. We already know Luke is Luke. So as when it comes to you, they talking about old poses at the game. Oh look at um Kevin Warren looking at the, uh, taking notes. He ain't taking no damn notes. He looking at the damn sound system. He looks to the damn acoustics <laughs> of the stadium. He looking at the blueprint. I think we can put this in all. This motherfucker has not shown me, as he became my president, that he's doing anything else but besides money and the stadium. Thanks. And that, I mean, I, I understand that first. the stadium, the stadium was going to be his primary focus when he first came here. That's his focus is, is to get the stadium off. But when with where the Bears are right now as a franchise, the fact that this coaching, like. I need Kevin Warren. If he's focused on the stadium right now, cool. But I need Kevin Warren to get with Ryan Poles, and they need to pick what the fuck this direction of this organization is. They they got to. Because I tell you what, if you come out of this offseason, in my opinion, and your and your thought process is let's hold on to Iberflus or Luke Getze, I got to question how committed you actually are to winning. Right. And that's the thing that 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 uh, Kevin Warren came in here and said is that they are trying to set the example of a of a Super Bowl winning organization. We ain't seen a not a not we a lick. Not well, Matt Eberflus is still your head coach. We ain't seen no competency. We ain't seen none of that since you know what I'm saying the start of the season started with game one, Facts. and then after every bro, it's it's to the point. We know what's going to be said at every press conference. 
Because the guy is one of the greatest politicians to never be a politician. He's a shoe salesman. <laughs> Bro, it's just ridiculous. And I think that when you come out and you allow all this chatter and you don't silence anything, I'm, I understand you don't want, you don't have to come to the forefront and speak on everything. But yeah. when the thing, when the, when those whispers start to get too loud, you got to silence something. You got to shut things down because there's no way that you got your coaching staff trying to prove that they are the right guys the way that they tried to prove themselves on Sunday night in front of national media, and they just went out there and made themselves look like ass. I literally told y'all, motherfucker, don't be surprised if they do exactly the same thing they do to Justin Tyson and flip the game plan and they make did. that motherfucker throw it 37 times and what he do, throw it 37 times. They did, and that's what they, they was trying <laughs> to see. It's, it's, it's not us. It's the quarterback. And they made themselves look like fools. Goof. Goofy. Just straight goofy. I'm tired of looking goofy. Fire these goofs. You made a mistake. You made it. Say it. We will respect you. You say it. Say it, Pose. You made a mistake. Fact. You you That's came it. out here with your chest all out, Tom Ball. If I didn't want to be here, I could have went to Minnesota. I wanted 100% where you allowed their ass to, to, to trick your ass to get into this these two motherfuckers in here. It's not working. It's been no, two years. Not with this coach. It's staff. not working. They're, Don't they're sit here and try enough. to blame the, the players that did. The players have put y'all in so many situations where they shouldn't have been winning, but they had a chance to win. And guess what? There's a key downfall in every situation. It's one call every single time. Hmm. That's coaching. Don't sit here and blame the players because all the, all the talent around the leagues know we talented. You don't you don't see people go talking about Justin the way they do if they didn't know he's talented. You right. don't see Devin White coming up to DJ in the middle of the game talking about bro, they ain't using you right, and it's weak fucking too. <laughs> and you got other players on opposing teams like man, I'm glad uh Fields won out there tonight. You heard what Khalil Mack said. That's because the consensus around the league hit against the, yeah against against the people that Justin Fields play against. They know, but some way somehow. It's always a bozo in the room thinking thinking they can outsmart somebody and their yeah. egos get in the way. Shout out to Big Kev. Their egos get in the way. And this is what you get, a product that's tainted and it looks like a clown show. That's facts. This and that's why this title is what it is. The Chicago Bears continue to sabotage their future. And I, I listen, and you know, I, I know we're talking about it at a time where they land Montez Sweat and shout out to that, but like you have to start asking yourself, right? What is Jaquan Brisker seeing in this? Jaquan Brisker sees a guy that I'm sure has mentored him and Jalen Johnson, things like that. They see how they treat what's supposedly be their QB one. You haven't paid anybody that's been homegrown here. Roquan's gone, right? You got to start asking yourself, what are we building here as far as a, a culture? And outside of the wins, losses, the culture that you're building right now is you're, you're showing that if players perform, they're not even guaranteed to get paid for that. Right, and that makes no sense. And that's and, and that's the crazy part oh. because remember when Pose first started coming on, Eva Flew started coming on, they bringing back Charles Tillman, Brian Erlacher. We got the guys coming back from all the good teams back in the day. Mm -hmm. We're like, damn, this is a good culture setting. And ever since then... I don't it's a bit shaky for me, man. I ain't gonna lie, it's a bit shaky. I understand some of the moves when it comes to Robert Quinn. I was a bit it was a bit questionable when you look at uh Roquan Smith, but you do understand that a little bit. But you can't keep you can't keep running this course like this, man. You gotta take care of your people, especially if you said you wanted to have homegrown players play here. Yeah. This is one of your guys. That's through the draft. 
Listen, and uh, we'll see, man. Like, uh, this Jalen Johnson situation doesn't make me feel good. How the treatment of Justin Fields doesn't make me feel good. Um, And, you know, I hope that these concerns, these rumors, whatever you want to call it, I honestly hope that they go away and they're eventually proven to not be true. That would be great to, to see. But as of right now, there's much to be desired when it comes to how the Bears are treating their own homegrown talent. Justin Fields has his own issues, I understand. But Jalen Johnson is top 10 to 15 player at his position. You you take care of guys like that. You don't trade them away. Roquan, I kind of understood because of the amount of money he wanted. We ended up revamping the whole line back in core for only, I think, what is it like? We're paying like $1 million more for all three linebackers than Roquan, right. even though Roquan's having an amazing season. You don't want to keep allowing talent to go away. It's really starting to feel like the Chicago Bulls. Are we going to keep letting young talent go away that's and develop right. elsewhere? And if that's the case, it's really hard to build a culture if that's what you're doing. Facts. Can't build no coach with some motherfuckers that don't know what culture is. Facts. They ain't had no culture where they was at. They thought they did. They thought, see, you gotta you gotta hire people that built the culture, then come a part of it. Mm. Mm. That's That's the main thing you didn't realize. We got Luke, he came a part of that culture. Yeah, I feel that. To me, if you and and if they ain't Jalen Johnson can't come up to extension to me, what you do. Yeah, I would rather just franchise tag him and try to try to work on something that way. I agree. I don't yeah, think you, don't, you trade him right now. No. Yeah, I don't think you trade him. Like you, you I mean, friend, nobody wants to be franchise tagged anymore, but like franchise tag him, try to use that time to negotiate a reconstruction on the contract. What that shows is hey, Jalen, we want you here. We just gotta get we, we we need a little bit more time to get to the details of this contract. Whatever it is, you don't let a 24-year-old corner walk away. You just don't do it. Right. So yes, we'll sir. see, man. We'll see. Uh damn Beck says Montez is ass. I don't know what football you watch, and this is why you can't talk Facts. sports with everyone. Because uh, <laughs> the man uh, it, yeah, that man is a monster, bro. Yeah. Like you gotta watch more football. Fellas, anything uh left before we go, bro? Got some. I was gonna just say that uh the <laughs> coming in, Montez sweat. If compared to any other uh defensive lineman on the Bears, he leads. He's first in everything. Sacks, total pressures, QB hits, pass rush win rate, and his PFF grade is all better than anything the Bears currently have. So let's get it, baby. That's it. That's it. All I got to say is Pose be a GM. Kevin be a president. Fix this shit. Thank you. That's what it boils down to. Thank you guys so much for tuning and in. Chris and Chris Collinsworth, shut the fuck up. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Collinsworth, exactly. Like, that motherfucker got to shut up, bro. Stay out of Chicago Bears business. That's what we need you to do, Stay out of Chicago Bears business. Uh, every time he talks on our city, it's some bullshit, bro. Damn. Every time. So, <laughs> the hell is the fuck about it, man. Uh, hey, but, shit. <laughs> but, uh, man, make sure you guys are following us at Shy Bears Central. Uh, make sure you also go and check out Bobby and C-Dub over at uh, Shy Bulls Podcast with the Kayak Boys. You can follow Steve on NBA Central and everything Chicago Central related. So make sure you guys follow him there as well. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. Shy Town up. Bear down. Love you guys. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media. Media.